What's happening? What's happening? Welcome to the show today. I'm your host, P-Line, and this is my podcast, What's Happening? Now, I'm going to jump right into it. The million-dollar question that everybody wants to answer to. When is the right time to bail out? Jump ship. If we all had that answer, then nobody will waste their time on something that they know ain't going to work. That was an old saying that went, signs point to a reality. And it's true. Because right now, if you was driving in your car and you seen a sign that says four miles to dead end, would you keep driving or would you turn around? When is the right time to bail out? I'm going to start my podcast off by telling y'all a quick story about this girl I used to talk to. Now, I was over her house and she asked me if I was hungry and I told her, yeah. So she made me a sandwich, but she made it out of piece of the end bread. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't eat no damn end bread. But I was high as a motherfucker up there. So I smashed it. But that's a red flag. Now, the next time, it was about 1 o'clock in the morning, and I called her, and she told me to come through. So I came through, stayed the night, and the next morning, I woke up to take a leak. So I go in the bathroom, and you know how it is, man, when you just meet somebody. You are still in that investigation stage. So I'm rambling through her cabinets, trying to see her pill bottles, trying to see if she got an extra toothbrush laid out. I touched the rag to see if it's wet or if it was stiff. Because you know if that rag's stiff, you know she ain't taking no showers. Stop playing. Stop playing. So anyway, I'm taking a leak and I end up leaking on the floor. And she ain't have no toilet paper. So I had to take off my tank top and wipe it up. And I throw my tank top in the trash. Now, later on that day, while I was watching the football game, she had left and then came back. And when she came back, I noticed she looked like she had on this gym outfit. Now, listen. Boy, she was bad. Bad, bad. Michael Jackson bad. But that's a different story for another day. So I hear her in the bathroom and I asked her. I said, hey, did you uh, get some toilet paper? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. So when she come out the bathroom, I go in the bathroom. And the first thing I noticed is that the toilet paper was scrunched up on the top of the commode. So what I thought, because she had a toilet poodle, that the dog had bit a piece of the toilet paper and pulled it off the roll. And she just set it up there, you know, because she didn't want to waste it. So I grabbed the toilet paper to wipe the seat. And I noticed it was... Hard. And I'm like, where well, I know this toilet paper from? And it came to me. She stole the toilet paper out of the bathroom at the gym. Now, usually, I give you three strikes, man. And I'm out. But she was on some other shit. And I wasn't going to stick around to see what that was. Now, it was a very interesting weekend in sports. I mean, particularly in the NFL, because it was the division around playoff games. Now, we all love playoff football, and you can argue that's the greatest time 
in sports, the division around. Because all the big boys playing. Now, the best game of the weekend was the New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles. But the most interesting game of the weekend was the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams. It brought out all the stars. I mean, you see Peyton Manning. He had his son with him. His son had a Todd Gurley Gurley jersey on. I mean, LeBron came through stepping. I mean, you seen French Montana. He made some controversial statements talking about legends and R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, how we got to let them live. And then this video surfaced of Post Malone and YG. Now, Post Malone betted YG $20,000 that the Dallas Cowboys will win the game. And as you're watching the video, it shows you YG got the camera on him and Post Malone. And Post Malone looked like he was about to go into a nod. Now, he looked, that was not a look of a person that lost $20,000, man. It looked like he was about to nod off. Now, I don't know what he was on. I'm going to leave y'all that disgust. But go watch the video and you tell me yourself. He say he feeling like a rock star. That's what he say, man. But that ain't for me to tell you. You go watch it for yourself. Now I'm going to transition into this. I've been gambling for about 25 years. And I've only been betting for about five years. Yeah, yeah, I already know what you're going to say. What's the difference? Because I get this question a lot. And I'm going to tell you. See, gambling is what Post Malone did. Because there's no way in this world you're going to be able to tell me that you thought the Dallas Cowboys was going to beat the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams was favored by seven. And where I'm from, we call that a sucker bet. So either Post Malone was a fan, because we know fans, they do crazy things, especially Dallas Cowboys fans. Stephen A. Smith told you that the best, man. They fanatics. We know that. Or he was just a gambler. And gamblers, boy, they gamble on everything. Right now, a gambler, what he'll do, he'll take a pen and put a speck on the wall. And walk away. And say, I bet you to move. Come on, bro. You move. The damn spot ain't move. You move. And he'll be hollering back, give me my money. The spot move. Cut it out. Stop it. That's a gambler. He will bet on anything. Now, see, a person that like to bet, he very selective. He like to shift the odds in his favor. He trying to win. He ain't just throwing his money away on anything. He's trying to gain an advantage. That's what he want. That's what you call a better. You ain't going to see him with all these crazy funky parlays. Where you got six teams on a ticket. Because he know his chances of winning... It's very slim. So you might see him take a shot on a one team. He might don't bet, but 
six times the whole year. But he might go five and one throughout the year. He's gathering information. See, information is the key. Don't let the smoke trick you. It's going to be a lot of smoke. But just like they told you, when the smoke clears, what you see. Gamblers, they love to gamble. Bet, betters, they like to bet. See, I became a better. And that's when I started to see my winnings increase. Because I'm selective now. I'm very selective. I'm choosing. I'm spotting. And if you want to win in this game, you got to be a better. Don't be a gambler. Just gambling on anything. Now today I'm going to share a little, some tips and tricks with you. And hopefully it can help you if this is what you're doing. Now, the first thing you want to pay attention to is information. You know, gather information. I don't care what business you're in, what walk of life you're joining. Without information, you ain't going to be successful. It ain't possible. So you need information. And then you need a good processor, you know, because you got to weed out all that nonsense, all that noise, all the smoke. You have to. Other than that, you're going to be caught up just like everybody else. Down the tube. The second thing is who you going to put your trust in. They say before you can become a good leader, you got to be a good follower. So you got to trust people. Who are you going to trust? I know a lot of y'all going to say Brady and Breeze because they don't want Super Bowls. And, and, and that's fair. And then you got the two young studs. Mahomes and Golf. They trying to knock the whole bulls out the pasture. That's what they trying to do. But that's gonna, I'm gonna leave that to you to cipher what you wanna do with that. I'm just gonna give you some information. And then the third thing, the truth is the truth. Now I want y'all to pay attention to this right here because this is something serious right here. Don't let the words cloud your judgment. I said the truth is the truth. Because see, what happens is this. In the NFL or in NBA or in baseball or in boxing, they create these storms. So when you know when you create a storm, you know it's hard for you to focus because you know you, you're scrambling. It's a storm, you're scrambling. But the truth is gonna still remain the truth. And I'm gonna give you an example. Back in 2015, do y'all remember who was the two hottest teams that year? And do you remember who played in the Super Bowl that year? That was Carolina against the Broncos. Now, the Carolina Panthers had all the noise. They was the noise. They was taking the lead by storm. Now, Cam had created this new move called a dab, and he was dabbing your ass. 
Oh, yeah, he was dabbing. And then when he get in that touchdown, you know what I'm saying, he was handing the football to the kids. That created that storm. You know, everybody was on board. You know, that's what it was. But what you failed to realize, Cam was not an accurate quarterback that year. Now, he was real good at putting on the show. I mean, he even made some of the other NFL players mad. And you know what he told him? And you know what the analyst told him? If you don't want to dab on him, stop him from getting in the end zone. He had him mad. So that was that smoke right there. While Denver was just charming along, handling their business. And what people failed to realize and failed to mention to you was that Denver had not been winning consistently the past four years. You remember Peyton Manning throw all them touchdowns? And then Seattle smoked them in the Super Bowl. And then the next year they had the best team. But then Joe Flacco throw that seven-yard bomb, Hail Mary-like, and they end up beating them. And that's how they won the Super Bowl. And then they was back in the Super Bowl. But people forgot about that because they looked at, you know, Peyton Manning, he was old and this and that. And, you know, Von Miller, he wasn't relevant. But they had them been good, people. For the past several years. So people overlooked them. But the truth is the truth. You can get caught up in that smoke. We did. We called it. When is the right time to bail out? See, Aaron, he wished he would have bailed out. You know, he was running that Ponzi scheme. And he ended up in jail. But he had a chance to bail out. But he was caught up in the Ponzi, the smoke. It had him. And it engulfed him. Don't get caught up in the, the smoke. Nah. In any landscape, any walk of life, any business, it's all about projecting, predicting. When you can predict or when you can project, that's how you're going to make your most money. Look at Facebook. Look at Google. Look at Microsoft. They was ahead of the curve. They was predicting this internet thing was going to go crazy. They was predicting these cars was going to take us where we need to go. They was ahead of the curve. They predicted. So you know you're going to be able to make your most money when you're able to predict or project. Now, by week 15, week 16, y'all know who the best teams are. And there was things that was happening to let you know, ah, they flew. Ah, this is a good team. Ah, I'm bailing out. You should have bailed on Baltimore. You knew. You knew it. He couldn't throw. You should have bailed out. You should have bailed out on Dallas. They got beat 21-0 by the Colts. Come on. You got to bail out. You should have bailed out on the Colts. It was frigging cold. They're a dome team. 
You know who the best teams are by week 16. Now, you put your money where you want to. I can't tell you where to do that. But I'm just giving you information. And I want you to go on your own and check those couple of things. And watch how clear it be for you. The landscape of the NFL this year has been about offense. The four best offense are left in the playoffs. Now go back and look at each one of them lost. And then tell me what it tells you. And I want you to always keep offense at the top of the list. Because that's what it's been all year long. And then go back and look at how each one of them teams lost. I put my bets in before the playoffs start. Because I told you the money is in projecting. I want the odds. If I put up $1,000, I want to be able to win six, $7,000. You know, that's projecting out. That's predicting. That's where the money come in. I can do that four times and lose and then win one and I'm ahead. Four years straight. Predicting who's going to win the Super Bowl at six to one odds. I just need one out of every four. And for you $100 bettors, it's the same thing. You'll spend $100 on a cable bill and you know you ain't going to make that money back. It's gone. Cable don't pay you back. You can go out drinking with your buddy and it's gone. And you better not be driving because your ass going to be in jail for drunk driving. It's an investment. If you don't know what you're doing, trust somebody that do. I'm not trying to turn you into a gambler. I'm talking about the ones who already bet, who already putting their money on the games. It's strategy. The ones who win, they want the odds in their favor. They ain't gambling on everything. That's not, that's not winning gonna lose just like you gonna lose your money when you pay that cable bill and you ain't gonna never see a dime of that no more you gonna lose well I'm glad y'all was able to join me today hopefully hopefully you got a lot out of what I was saying I'll be doing a weekly podcast to cover the events that I've seen over the weekend sometimes sports sometimes entertainment it just depends on what the hot topic is. And I'm going to touch on it. Share my opinion. This is actually my first podcast. And I hope I was able to get you to come back next week. When is the right time to bail out? That's the million dollar question. Hopefully, you got some answers. I'm out. Enjoy the rest of your week.